welcome back to the Pillow Fort Podcast. It has uh, certainly been a minute, but we are back with a brand new series that we're going to go f- through, which is great. I am Luke, and with me is Kate. Um, it's just going to be the two of us this time. Um, and the series we're going to go through is One Piece. Uh, this is one of my favorite series for sure. Um, I think, Kate, even, this is this is probably up there on your list too, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's definitely up there. Yeah, I am. So I, just like for background, I am totally caught up. I read week to week uh, One Piece. If you guys watch the weekly newsletters, obviously you know that. But I, so I'm caught up. Kate, where... I know you've read a, a good chunk of One Piece, but where, where is your cutoff line? Like, where, where, do, where have you left off? Yeah, so, like, my uh, cutoff point was after Water 7. Um, pretty, like, a little bit after Water 7 is when I stopped. Um, and I just got busy with, like, college and everything. I just graduated from college, sure. so... I just got busy with like all my final stuff that I had to do and all that kind of, all those things. But um, yeah, so that's that's where I left off. Which obviously, you know, it's a decent portion in, but yeah. because of the length of one piece, I mean, it's at least <laughs> it's like <laughs> that's at least that's at least gotta be if you got to like the end of our set. That's at least gotta be like almost four hundred or probably more chapters. Like that's I mean. That's nothing. Yeah. To, most manga are over by that time. Just like right. I'm looking at this shelf I have here, and I'm like, most of these things are just are just done before that's even there. Um, right. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Like, I mean, with One Piece, it's like the longest standing anime, right? That's right. still going. So oh, it's a, also it's a, a lot of people are very intimidated by getting into it. Yeah. So. Listen. Listen. <laughs> let this be a message to the people. All six of you who are going to listen to this, I <laughs> read One Piece, please. It's so good. Don't let it scare you. I know it looks terror. It looks it looks big bad monster, but it's so fun. Anyway, that's a whole aside. But this is the perfect yeah. time anyway. So we're yeah. we're gonna do this in like really small chunks, um, and by that I just mean we're gonna kind of go arc by arc. Um, and some of these arcs, especially in the beginning, are just a little smaller. Um, so this week we're doing what's called the Romance Dawn arc, um, which is just chapters one through seven. So. Not a big, not a big, you know, chunk at all. So we can spend some time. What I like about that, though, is, like, we can kind of spend time kind of chewing on some of this stuff. Because I actually think that, like, One Piece, despite its, like, goofiness, I think it actually does present some really interesting, like, almost, like, real-life application stuff. Like, that is interesting. And I, like, even in the first seven chapters, I found some of that. And we'll obviously get into that. But, but yeah. So, but it's safe to say... That, that you like One Piece. You've been far enough in One Piece that it's safe oh, yeah. to say you're a fan of the show. You made oh, it yeah, You made absolutely. it pretty deep. Yeah. It's, like, honestly one of my favorite, like, comfort, like, mangas or, like, animes to watch because, like, I don't know why. It just gives me so much serotonin just to yeah. see them of and their crew and all of that. Like it's just so good, but it's very good. It's so good. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. That's a great way to describe it. Like a comfort. It like feels comfy. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, and it, yeah, it is. It is what One Piece is. And we even both of us have watched the anime too, or a lot of the anime. I I actually haven't watched 
you've actually probably watched more of the anime than I have, but it, uh, yeah. I remember watching the anime with you as, as kids for, like, a long time. Yeah. Um, like, at least up through Alabasta, so we've, we've definitely yeah. even done that, so we, we've got some interesting, <laughs> interesting variants, but, uh, yeah, I mean, let's just, let's just jump in. So what, just brief, like, what are your initial thoughts on reading this arc about the series in general as we kind of go into it? I know that's kind of broad, but yeah. what do you got? Well, obviously, you know, we know a little bit more about the series than somebody that's just jumping into it and hasn't read or watched it at all before. Um, but just going back, it's it's great to see Luffy's backstory happening right away. Yeah. Obviously not all of his backstory, but, you know, a good portion of what you need to get started on why he wants to be a pirate and i think that that's important because um at least in the anime they kind of just start him <laughs> out like oh he's already a pirate and yeah. he's just going and trying to collect his crew um yeah they start with alvita in the manga they start with yeah. alvita and then they go back to tell yeah. you about shanks <laughs> right that's yeah, no way so, to start that's no way to not even close yeah yeah, the anime did not have the best start, <laughs> admittedly. Uh, although Alvita, that's an interesting, you know, portion of it and everything. Sure, and sure. Especially the duality of uh, him meeting Kobe, too, is like, you know, his dream is to be one of the greatest Marines, while Luffy's dream is almost the polar opposite <laughs> right, of that. Right, yeah. We're going to be mortal enemies like... later in life, so it's good that we're friends <laughs> right. now, I guess. I don't know. Exactly, yeah. So I thought it was an amazing start just to start with the reasons that he wants to be a pirate and how he got introduced to pirates just because, um, and that way, like, we also get that little portion at the beginning too about uh, Goldie Roger and, you know, like his introduction that he was the king of the pirates and how the great pirate era uh, in this universe started. So I thought it was a really good um, introduction and just in those first seven chapters as well, like him collecting Zoro, his first crew member, yeah. is good as well because it, it sets the tone for like what he's going to continue to do is collect these people that he finds and you see that he has a very unorthodox way <laughs> sure, <laughs> of going sure. about uh, collecting crew members, but uh, it works. I mean, just the same. Uh, he doesn't... Right. The man, the, man, <laughs> the man has an unconventional method, but it, uh, it has gotten people on the boat. It so. works, yeah. <laughs> I mean, more than just him, we'll see in the future. But, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, maybe yeah, it's just so. him and Zoro. Yeah, you're right. We should pretend that we don't know. Maybe it's just him and Zoro for the rest of the series. That's <laughs> yeah, all we have. This is, is probably just you know them too. You know, the main <laughs> villain of the series is Kobe. Don't don't let anybody tell right. you otherwise. He comes back. <laughs> main villain material, clearly. Main villain, absolutely. <laughs> he definitely seems like it right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so like. Kind of narrowing in then on that first chapter, what are your thoughts on Luffy? Not just the first chapter, I, I apologize. It, like, right. just like kind of this whole arc, like obviously our introduction to Luffy. What, how do you feel about Luffy? What, what, give me some Luffy thoughts. Um, I like Luffy a lot. I think 
if I if he was an actual person, right? That would be very scary to be around. Yeah, him, terrifying. Like. Yeah, absolutely terrifying. Just because like he he is just like exuding like impulsiveness and ADHD. <laughs> it's a lot. Like, it's a lot. I mean, anytime so you much. stab your face to prove how tough you are is right. That's a that's a yeah. that's a whole mood right there. That's <laughs> like if the intro I get to a character is them stabbing themselves <laughs> in the face to yeah. prove how courageous they are. I definitely know that this character isn't gonna be like chill and mm-hmm. low key. So, <laughs> so yeah, I I thought it was a great in- introduction to his personality, though. Even though he's still a kid um, in those first couple of chapters, it's like I mean he's still a kid technically. I guess. Yeah, I guess he's only first like couple fifteen. So. <laughs> yeah, he's or only 16, like something he's still, like that. Yeah, he's like a teenager, but you know, um, it's it's still a great introduction, I think, to his personality, to his impulsiveness, and just seeing the backstory of the relationship that him and Shanks formed, and how a lot of the things that Shanks does and says and all of that reflect on the kind of pirate that he wants to be. Yeah. Because... I mean, it could have just as easily been, like, he could have encountered in his childhood really terrible pirates, and then maybe he wouldn't want to be the king of the pirates at that point, you know? But because he encountered, you know, Shanks and his crew, it, it was almost like, because of the good people that he saw that they were, he realized that pirates don't have to be this stereotype that the world has created them to be. Yeah, yeah, and it, yeah, I think it informs like his whole character going forward and like how he tries to live his life. Um, yeah. But you did, you have touched on Shanks. Uh, what do you have? Do you have red hair? Before I get into like some things that I'm like itching to specifically hone in on, <laughs> do you have like what are your thoughts on the red hair pirates as as a whole that we got to see a little bit of yeah. in chapter one at least? Yeah, I I thoroughly enjoy all of the red-haired pirates. Just from from the very first scene where you see their reaction, all of their reactions when Luby snaps himself in the face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're all like yeah. They all seemed like almost concerned parents, like for Luffy yeah, in a I way. Love that. Which, I love that. They're like, yeah. "Oh my gosh, stop!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, "What are you doing?" Like, <laughs> way like, too that's much. That's not how you show that you're courageous, Luffy. <laughs> like, no, don't do that. But yeah, it is funny because like Luffy's obviously a kid that doesn't have any clear uh, supervision when he's like going about this town um, other than uh, you know the barkeeper and the mayor of the town like those are the only two people that are really watching over him it seems like so it's really good that I think like red haired shanks and all of his crew like they do that too when they come by the village like, they like to watch over him and make sure that he's doing okay um, and all that stuff. And just the the introduction of the mountain bandits coming into the bar um, and, you know, Shanks apologizes mm. to them because their crew drank up all the liquor and all yeah. that stuff. 
and then like the bandit just like beats him up basically or like pours yeah. some stuff on him and smashes a bottle on his stuff. head that's messed yeah. up yeah yeah he smashes a bottle on his head so that's that's not cool. I mean, obviously, perceivably, from Luffy's position, he's very distraught about this. So, uh, and they just all laugh it off, like Shanks included. Like the after after they leave, his whole crew like just cracks up, and then like yeah. Shanks starts laughing. Um, and because it, that's because obviously they know about this concept that kind of that. Um, there are battles worth fighting and battles that aren't worth fighting, you know? Yeah. Um, and obviously we see later on that they could have taken them down at any second that they wanted to. Um, <laughs> yeah, clearly but, we do see that. Yes. <laughs> where one of the crewmates, Ben Beckman, trashes the whole, yes. uh, the whole group of mountain bandits by himself, so... Yeah, by himself. So, and that's not even their captain no. <laughs> that's doing that. So, like that tells you that you know, obviously they have a lot of humor in them in the fact that they can laugh at when people like try to put them down and like make fun of them and stuff. But there are certain things like you know, friendship and defending your friends and the people that you love that will not be forgiven right yeah in this situation or maybe might be forgiven eventually but you're definitely gonna suffer <laughs> for sure. that yeah and yeah and we see that as like such uh like a characteristic of luffy going forward so yeah. so much just because that's just it seems like one of his main principles that he adopts is you know, I'm not, if somebody's just cracking a joke at me or making fun of me, like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, it's it's not that big of a deal. But if you start to, you know, mess with my friends or the people that I love, it's not going to be good for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, it's, um, see, I was trying to, oh, yeah, so, like, Shank, yeah, Shanks is, like, I, the quote here is, uh, Shanks after getting spilled the drink spill on him, he goes he just got some this is the official translation so when it says things like grog that's because Viz <laughs> decides to make some fun edits also I'm like I have the books right so that's what I'm reading and so every time I yeah. reach Zoro's name it says Zolo and I can't oh my I gosh. can't handle that but that's that's a mistake that Viz made in the beginning that they've just decided they're gonna double it's still <laughs> It's still, if you read the modern day chapters, it's still Zolo. It's not, they haven't changed it. That's They've horrible. doubled down. Anyway, that's not the point of this. <laughs> but, but he says, he says, he just got some grog on me. That's all. Uh, needless killing doesn't make you a man. Um, and I was like, right. so like, this is, that's what I, one of the things in this section that I definitely wanted to like, to, to, to discuss because yeah. this is a concept, this is like a real concept that Shanks has put forward of like, you know, major in the majors and minor in the minors and don't get those wires crossed. Like if it's not a big deal, don't worry about it. Let it go. You don't have to yeah. fight about every single thing. Um, yeah. You can let it roll off. Yeah. But clearly, I mean, as we see, it's like, but if this rises to the level of something serious, then don't hold back either. Like, make, yeah. like, stop, stop what's happening. And, like, yeah. it's just, 
it, it's a very interesting concept in life. And so I think it's, it's like, I've known several people who have read One Piece and uh, even myself included and taken this and been like, this is like a good life principle. Like, don't oh, yeah. let the little things mess you up like this. Yeah. And one of my questions, one of my, que I was, I was interested to see what you thought about this, right? Because as I was reading it, I was thinking, do you think like as a whole, because you and I, I would consider you and I in the same like generation, right? I, mm -hmm. you know, we, we are siblings, so I would, you know, yes. we're probably in the same generation, <laughs> but familial wise, yeah, at least we should be in the same, <laughs> we're in the same bracket. Anyway, yeah. I like, do you think that our generation, I was thinking of like, is this a theme that is common now or is it uncommon now? Like, do you think people think this know. way? Do you think people are like, okay, and I, I, like, I guess I said our generation, but I don't necessarily mean that. It's just like, is this a thing that, like, people think on the whole, do you think? Or do you think they don't? I, I don't know. I think I, weirdly enough, like, anime has, like, reflected and I think taught me a lot of, like, lessons that I apply to my own real life. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for absolute sure. And, like, you wouldn't think, like, usually, like, pieces of media, they're not necessarily designed to do that. Most of the time they're designed for entertainment. But I think just anime and manga has this completely different spin on it. Sure. Um, because, in part, especially with things like One Piece like this, you have to commit to reading so much or watching so much of this thing. Right. Um, and there are some, like, real deep life lessons that you can learn absolutely from this. But I think, honestly, in general, people don't think about this on a day-to-day -day basis. I don't yeah. think that they really do as much because I don't see a whole lot of, like people being like okay let's just you know let's pick our battles where we need to pick our battles and then put things down mm. uh you know put down the weapons basically yeah. when we don't need to battle it out and i think like especially with uh politics and that oh kind my of gosh, thing, yeah. i think that it, it just gets so wrapped up in like nobody can have really like a debate so much anymore sure. as much as like a full-blown argument which i mean obviously sometimes like you need to draw the line you know right, there are yeah. some things where you need to pick the battle and you need right. to say like no you know that's not right at all what you're saying like it's it's actually wrong and it hurts people or you know whatever you got to say about it sure. but i think there are definitely some concepts where like people take it uh further than they really need to or they just like battle people on things that you know you know that the other person isn't listening to the other side or maybe neither of the yeah. people are really listening <laughs> i think a lot of cases that happens too is like nobody's listening and everybody's just kind of yelling at each other <laughs> what's true so i definitely yeah, I definitely think that not a lot of people think about that 
like in their day-to-day -day lives like oh yeah I'm gonna go through this day and you know I'm gonna choose my battles I'm gonna choose where I really take a stand and I'm gonna choose what you know I let go yeah yeah okay so you're saying like you don't think this like people think about it so this is not like a conscious thing yeah I don't like, think oftentimes yeah. that people do I think there definitely are some people, plenty of people, I would say, out there that do. Sure. But sure. I would say for for the vast majority, um, especially just with everything that can get like heightened with social media and right. all that stuff and not having to be face to face with somebody when you almost quarrel with them in a way, <laughs> sure, sure. you know, <laughs> like that can cause a whole nother slew of issues of just because most of the percentage of the communication that we do as people is nonverbal. Sure. So there's big problems that in lie then when all we can see is the verbal part of right. what people are saying. So if we don't see the rest of that, things can definitely get misconstrued. And I think, you know, as a society, we're starting to um, accept this idea that almost everything has to be a battle. And, you know, you have to go to war for almost everything, yeah. which, you know, it is true for some things, sure. I think, for sure. Well, that's the whole but majoring on the majors thing. That's what he's saying about, right, like, yeah. listen, you touch my, my boy, you're going to get hurt. Like, Right. Exactly. So I think like people often think about most things as majors and they right. don't really think about that there is like a minors category, you know, right. in that way of that you don't have to put everything on this super high pedestal. Like some things can be important to you and then some things can be very important to you, you know? Sure, sure. <laughs> Yeah, I so I have I have a hypothesis and I'm gonna throw it out there and I wanna see what you think. I so I think that on like I'm making obviously pretty big generalizations, right? So bear yeah, with me. I mean here. we all kind of are, so Yeah, bear with <laughs> me here. But like I think that like most so like I I'm taking social media out of it because I think you're absolutely right. When like when oh, you yeah. are separated from your physicality, all of a sudden you mm -hmm. think you're the biggest guy in the yard. Like like, right. because you don't have to prove that you're not like because there's nothing right. to to stop that so all of a sudden yeah you can be as big as you want you can say whatever you want because you're not in front of the dude but like yeah i think like so like in-person interactions i think that our i think our generation is a little bit better about mm. not about letting some of the minor things go than maybe the one yeah. before us. I think the one before us has an even harder time letting things go, even in person. Like letting those yeah. little things slip. Um, I, again, like I said, major generalities. But not obviously not all people are like this. But I think, and the yeah. reason I say that, but what I really wonder about, right, is the reason why it seems like we tend to let things go more and i wonder if the reason yeah. isn't if i can use the analogy of the story here if the reason isn't we are we're scared of the mountain bandit and we don't know like what he can do so when he drops so yeah. when he hits us with the alcohol we like laugh it off and let it go because we we're scared that he can take us out 
Like, because we don't know, and we're like, what if he's, like, crazy strong, and I just didn't know, and then, and then, I made a big fuss about it, and got, got my face wiped on the ground by the mountain bit, like, so I might as well just laugh it off, and I, I don't think that, that, well, I, I don't, I know that's not what Shanks is doing in this situation, he is perfectly clear that he could mop this guy in the next week if he needed to, he just, he lets it go because it's not worth it. Which is very different than I let it go because I'm scared, <laughs> like that you're going to kill me. Like that's that's really. Yeah. But I like I was thinking about it this week and I was like I I don't know. I mean obviously I think it's probably different for each person, right? Like, you know it's a little you know, some people are probably scared and other people are probably just like yeah, I'll let it go. But I I wonder yeah. if it's not on the whole that our generation is just a little bit more scared of the mountain bandit. That comes into yeah. the bar, you know, and that's why we shut up because yeah. we're a little scared of yeah. him. I think I would definitely agree with that. Honestly, <laughs> like I was just talking about, I think more, you know, us as a general society, a general right, population, right, right, right. you know, not really specifying it to the specific generations, but I, I definitely do agree that I think our generation is more keen on letting things go because of that reason right because right. like we're we're scared that the other person is stronger than us or the other person will actually do something bad like i think it's so funny because i see like memes and stuff all the mm -hmm. time that like it's always like the millennial generation will never send their food back if they got the right thing right. You know? <laughs> if they got the wrong thing and i'm like that's so true Yo, because yeah. i don't I don't want to inconvenience somebody else. Right. I'm just going to eat it. I I'm just going to eat that yeah. price. Like, I'm just going <laughs> to go with it. I'm just going to eat it. Like, I'm not going to fight the battle. And it's not, like, and it's not even a, a decision, I don't think, for us most of the time where we think about, oh, is this battle worth fighting or not worth fighting? Like, yeah. a lot of times it's just, it's either purely, you know, I don't think I can win this battle mm -hmm. Or I don't want to inconvenience other people yeah. by trying to start this battle most <laughs> yeah. of the time. I'd hate to put the mountain like... bandit out, you know? I'd hate to right, I'd hate yeah. for him to go out of his way after he spilled alcohol on me. That'd be a bummer. <laughs> like 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 if this is a millennial, it's like, you know, he just really wanted his booze yeah, and he, you I... know, I don't wanna I, really, we were in the wrong. Yeah, we yeah. All it's our in. bad. You know, if we really think about it, it's this was my fault. I think. Right. Yeah. No, you're yeah. absolutely right. I, it's it's an incredibly yeah. relatable feeling that you're talking about. But. Yeah, like we often just I feel like pivot like the blame to ourselves to avoid the battle because that way like it's easier. Like it does it does make things easier sometimes. Yeah. Because then you don't have to go into the battle. Yeah, know? oh yeah. Because then we just don't have to do it. Yeah. We don't have to do it. So we're like, this. yep, this is cool. I don't have to, to do the battle. Sure. Because, you know, it was my fault anyways. So. <laughs> right, right. It's, it's probably us. Anyway, we'll just leave. It's probably me. Somebody give me a wet towel, I'll mop this up, and then we'll head out. Right. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, now that we yeah, now that we've spent half an hour talking about the first five pages, um, right. <laughs> we're on a good pace. Uh, I have another one, by the way, in this chapter. Uh -oh. <laughs> to talk about this is not even the only one in this chapter that I have. 
Uh, so maybe the coolest quote ever that I'm not even going to read from the Viz translation because it doesn't do it right, but I can remember it from the anime. Um, is guns aren't for threats. And oh, yeah. this is the dopest <laughs> thing in the world. I like... He's, here's what's terrifying about it, right? Lucky Roo is so fat, and he's just right there, all of a sudden. Right. And killed the man's he's dead. He's so fast. He's just like, <laughs> he was there and murdered a dude. It was that fast. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. But this, this, That's like yeah. definitely one of my favorite quotes. <laughs> oh, it's like one of the coolest things in manga that I've seen. It's like, it's so really, it, it's amazing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, like, you can kind of tell, right? He gets a gun pointed at his head, and he's yeah. super nonchalant about it, right? So you can kind of tell this is yeah. this is probably going to go his re- his way. But, yeah. but like, <laughs> man, that was the fastest tone shift to murder I've ever seen. Like, it was <laughs> like, that was so a really <laughs> shifted way up very fast. He was like, yeah, let the I little mean, things go. And then a dude is dead, and then, like, six other dudes yes. are dead. That works, like, so, so well with the statement. Yeah! Because, like, it works in such beautiful unison with each other. Because it's so sudden and so shocking. But it works so well with that. Like, the guns are for threats, you know? Or guns are for action, sorry. But, yeah. Like, it works so well because it happens so fast. And so you really, like, feel the statement Uh as well as, like, read it or hear it, whatever you're doing. But, yeah. Yeah, I just, like, I... And we, like, this is probably not going to be a long conversation. But we... Uh, this might be a good way for, for, for people to look at, at weapons in general. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. I think that if we all just were like, this is, this is for practical use. <laughs> like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I think some people yeah. are out here, like, uh, like, using it as a threat. And I'm like, yes. listen, I don't know, you know? Is it, do, are we not yeah. serious enough about it is my question? Like, are we not... Yeah. being like taking it that seriously that like what it is is like a, a tool to kill a guy that we have yeah. you know like i feel like half of the time like that's the problem why like 80 percent or whatever it is of gun accidents happen in the home right is because like people don't take it seriously like people don't right. like think about it <laughs> like they're they don't think about it like, oh, this is something that is intended, especially if you're buying a gun or whatever, to protect your home, sure. to protect your family, sure. whatever you're doing. Um, you know, like, this is this is a tool to kill people. Right. And so, like, we need to be super careful with this right. because yeah. we don't want anything to happen that's not, that it's not intended right. for. Like, to kill somebody that might be attempting to kill you right. or your family or whatever like <laughs> and what a tragedy that is and we don't have like this is weird to go this right. far but like it is like <laughs> terrible it's a terrible thing that happens all the time yes. which is so upsetting yeah <clears throat> and i don't want to seem like i like so i have i don't have any guns but i have i am yeah. still thoroughly considering buying one for like home my home defense right and so, like, I'm right. in no way against weaponry here. I'm just saying yeah. 
that like yeah, that's not there is saying. like right. a whole subset it seems of people that are like look at this new toy I bought and I'm like maybe we right. shouldn't look at it that way that seems like that's a tough way to look at like a weapon a, a, a tool designed to murder people like I'm like look at this like I and like I've shotguns before and it is super fun I understand the impulse but like again this is what it it, it does murder things that's what that's yes. what it does. <laughs> so like, it, I, it does. like treat it like it murders things. Yeah, maybe you know. Sure. Especially like you know, people do say things like that. Like, look at this new yeah. toy I bought. Like, look at my new whatever. You know, and I'm like, why are you even calling it like a toy? Yeah, it's not a. It's not a. It's not <laughs> like, a toy. That can mess a guy up. That's not a toy. Yeah. If, if it can put holes <laughs> in me, I don't count it as a toy. I don't. <laughs> If it can take my actual life, it's yeah. not a toy. There's a, if there's like a high probability that I will die in the implementation of this toy, I don't think it's a toy. Right. Yeah. Anyway, I think you just like I, I like, it's it's a it it is like an amazingly cool moment in the manga itself, yes. and like I think it does actually yeah. say a point that's like kind of valid. Um, yeah. Not to again, not to spend ten years on that as well, <laughs> but because we're doing so great with time. Um, yeah, we're doing great. <laughs> uh, so this this will probably be quicker, I think. But so Shanks, after saving Luffy, stares at the sea monster, right? Gives him the stink eye, mm. and this sea monster, oh, I can only assume poops his pants, even though he's not wearing <laughs> pants. That doesn't quite make sense. But he, he like. He, like, pees in the water, I guess, and, like, swims away, right? <laughs> He's terrified. Yeah. Um, do you, I, and I will not be answering this question, but I am so curious yeah. to, to see what you think happened there. Like, what is, <laughs> what is going on? Because the sea monster just ate his arm. Like, it's just, it's still <laughs> chewing on his arm, like, when this happens. <laughs> so I'm so curious to see what you think is happening. Yeah, um, I don't really know, because even as as far as I got yeah. with, uh, like, reading it and everything, I I still don't know <laughs> at the point yeah. where I got to. So, um, obviously, I think it's, it is some kind of ability or power, sure. but it, it, but it's hard for me, because it's like, it has to be something, because seeing the rest of this world... Right, it has to be something that normal humans can obtain. Like, it has to be something like that. And obviously, sure. you know, Shanks isn't the most normal human, but... Sure, <laughs> I mean. but like, he doesn't have a devil fruit, at the time at least, right. because we know, we see him swimming. So, like, exactly. yeah. we know he doesn't have a devil he, fruit. He jumps into the water, yeah, to save Luffy, so we know that he can at least swim, so he doesn't have a devil fruit. Um, but yeah, I think it, it has to be some kind of um, ability that um he has learned probably from years and years of training sure. somehow or you know just i don't i don't really know other than that sure. <laughs> like, sure. really what well, it what it could be because i mean he the the sea monster did bite his arm off yeah two point whatever yeah, seconds it's, it's quick it can't be that long <laughs> like this is like pass number two the sea monster's making he's he's just looped yeah, around and, like and you can see before the eye contact happens that he is he's ready yeah. to go oh, in for, for sure. another bite. Like he's he's ready to eat both of them My at man that is point. Not concerned about 
about he's, anything. He's not concerned. But then, you know, he like he shits himself or whatever. Yeah. Poops <laughs> those pants. Man. He gets this he gets the st- <laughs> those pants, those fish pants. Pooping those fish pants. Those fish pants that he's wearing. <laughs> <laughs> It's a very, it's a very uh, all across the board podcast we have here. It's very. We went from like philosophically, should we let small things go, to pooping in fish pants. Yeah. This is where we are. Yeah, it's pooping in fish pants. It's a, it's a full roster. Here I on think, the it, I think we cover a good spectrum of things that could happen. <laughs> Yeah, you don't. We have I mean, humor and philosophy. <laughs> yes, yeah, come for it all. You know, come for the humor, stay for the philosophy, or vice versa. Whatever you need to do, or but whatever your whatever thing gets is. you in the door, I'm here for you. Yeah, but <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't expect you, you. Obviously, you don't know what what's happening, but like, I I was right. just interested to see if you had like if you did have a guess. I I didn't. I don't know really what I was expecting you to say, but. I, I just I like it's super interesting and there's gonna be like multiple points there's gonna be like multiple points in this series where I'm gonna be like ah what was that and you're gonna be like like because here's the thing right here's the thing I'm thoroughly convinced um, that Oda Oda has an explanation for all of these things, right? I think that there's ever, yeah. and we're gonna meet things that like even like we still don't know about. We're gonna encounter like later down the road, right? But I am yeah. thoroughly convinced that like Oda in his head, even if he doesn't say it to us, he has some kind of like this is why this works. It's so crazy to me too, just because of how long this has been going on yeah that you know he he can contain all of those things like in his brain you know it's obviously not probably just in his brain he's probably written down all these things and planned a lot of this stuff but just that his mind can conceive of this idea that happens so early on and then not even address it until so so much later yeah like Like, so incredibly long Yes. It's just such a good trope to me. Yeah. I oh. love it when any author does that. It's it just feels so good. O- but yeah. Oda Oda <laughs> is the best manga maybe ever. Like Oda's Oda's quite amazing. But I uh yeah. So the last <laughs> so before we finally move away from chapter one, um <laughs> the last I have less to say about the other ones, to be fair. I have less to say okay. about everything else. But <laughs> um, uh, Luffy, at like the very end of the chapter, right, as he's setting out, says, I want, like, I don't know exactly what he says, but he says, like, I want, like, ten crew members, right? And yeah. the One Piece YouTube community, if you will, has decided, like, uh, not all of them, but a lot of them are, like, this is, like, canon knowledge. This means that there will be ten crew members total, yeah. and we're just waiting to fill yeah. that roster out. How do you feel about that? Are you th- you think that what he's what Oda did here is predict exactly the number, or do you think it's like a around this number? I don't know because I think just because of how Luffy's brain works, he's going to probably find exactly ten members yeah, seem and then like stop that. trying to find members. Yeah, but the thing is, is about like luffy's personality is that 
I feel like he would continue to let people on his crew if he found oh, yeah. them to be, like, very useful or just, you know, he lets people join for the randomest reasons. But... <laughs> oh, it gets really fun later. Oh, it gets really fun. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but just, like, just because of how his personality is, I think that there's definitely a possibility that there will end up being more than 10. Sure. I definitely think he's at least going to get to 10, though. Okay, all right. Nice. I like that. Yeah, I think it will be I think it will be 10, and I think Yeah. I have a guess as to who they all are. I mean, I know who 9 of them, 9 of the 10 are. I just I have a guess right. to who that final one is. But I could be dead wrong, and there could be like 30, but I highly doubt that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think it's going to be a small crew. Many, it's going to be a small crew <laughs> yeah. because it's supposed to feel like a family. Like it's, uh, it, you know, yeah. I think it's going to be small, but I, yeah. Um, yeah, I was just interested to see what you think. And then, so like with, so as I've come to, you know, do like we, my weekly newsletter stuff and like get into weekly Shonen Jump and everything, the, the first chapter of a manga is so like vital for, for mangas, yeah. right? And to, like, rope people in and to get people going, there's a few freaks like me in the world who will read everything in the magazine every week, but we don't. There's not a lot of us. And so, like, I mean, I'm sure there's yeah, more of them in it. Japan, but, like, it's not. In English, it's, like, me, I think, is the only person. I, I'm not sure there's anyone else <laughs> who does who reads everything. But, um, but so, like, chapter ones are, like, super important because, like, if I'm going to keep going or not follow this I usually judge that based on chapter one um, so how do you think it did as an intro chapter to the series especially like knowing what you know about the series how does this does this represent where we're going well you think or not so well I think it does a pretty good job of representing where we're going um, just because like I said before, we get all that background as to why Luffy is doing what his do he's doing, why his goals are the way his goals are, um, and all that. And it really sets the tone of uh, the series to me, which is largely, you know, adventure, like adventuring sure. into the unknown. The like that's theme. what most of the series is about, honestly. Because <laughs> yes. most of the time, you know, even when he gets other people, that's what it's about. It's about, you know, not really knowing what they're going into, but pushing forward anyways. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is very well represented in this chapter, um, as well as getting Luffy's backstory, or at least a piece of it, you know, seeing Shanks, who's already a developed, you know, pirate in the pirate era, sure. um, and all that good stuff. So I definitely think it's a good intro and a good way to, like, hook people in, especially with the very first panels being the main <laughs> character of the series stabbing himself in the face. What a perfect way That's to start. definitely... <laughs> what a perfect way to start. This guy is a moron, and you're gonna love him. He That's is... what's going on here. <laughs> He is thick in the head, yeah. and this guy, <laughs> this guy did not eat his Wheaties every morning. He, he did, did not eat his Wheaties. The brain food was he lacking. Not, he definitely does not have, which is funny, because, I mean, he eats a lot of food, just in general. Oh, for so sure. You would think he My man can pack it in. 
and and never gains a pound. No, which you know. Well, here's jelly, what's hilarious but. about that. He's <laughs> like because his body's made of rubber, and right. like we talk, like you'll see this later too. He can literally eat enough to just keep expanding himself. Right. Because it just yeah. his stomach just stretches. It doesn't like stop it just him. Stretches. So he can just yeah. keep going, and then he digest. His yeah. metabolism is insane so he just can digest it all it does it doesn't really like make sense in our real world but like it's really funny to see but no. anyway we're not even there um yeah i think this is a really good first chapter i think this like paints the picture of where we're going super well um yeah and yeah it just sets the tone really really nicely i think um but that is more than enough about chapter one for sure <laughs> we've done we've put in some work on chapter Oop. one um, and we can move on now to uh, Kobe thoughts. How do you feel about Kobe? I'm not even. I mean, you can throw Alveda thoughts in here if you want to, because I'm not even going to touch Alveda. Yeah. But like, yeah, Co- uh, Kobe clearly is our main acquisition in that little. I think it's like one chapter. Right. I don't think it's longer than one chapter, but it's not. I don't think it is. Um, yeah. But Co- yeah. So Kobe is there. How do you feel yeah. about? our pink-haired wonder kobe himself (laughs) well um obviously you know kobe you see he's almost like the polar opposite that luffy was as a kid that's perfect (laughs) it's perfect it's like (laughs) he's almost just the antithesis of what luffy was like you know as a child like luffy as a child he wanted to be the king of the pirates still um, and now, obviously, like, Kobe, he wants to be, like, a really great Marine. Um, so, it's just, the thing is, is he's very whiny. And I remember thinking, oh. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, he's really annoying. Like, in <laughs> when yeah. I, like, watched it and, like, read it and did all that stuff the first time. Sure. But then, I also have to factor in... The, the fact that he is an actual child. Sure, and, sure he you know, is. I mean, that's, so, that's true. <laughs> who was, like, kidnapped and is traumatized every single day that's by tough. this It's a tough life, crew. for sure. <laughs> so, um, definitely not the easiest, you know, childhood or whatever. So, I, I understand why his personality is the way that it is. Um, and... The differences that I see for sure after he meets Luffy um, is very night and day, honestly. Um, Because just after Luffy comes in, after Luffy defends him um, and, you know, tells him (laughs) a child that he should be willing to die (laughs) for, you know, his dreams. It's a tough sell, Luffy, but okay. Which, I mean, like, in regular life, I would be like, no, don't tell children that they should die for their dreams. Might cause problems, actually. (laughs) Because that might, yeah, that'll cause some issues. But, you know, in the the manga universe that we're in, I think it's okay. But, um, just the fact that he changes completely after being told that and after... You know, he really sees Luffy living that out in the way that he just barrels through things, um, you know, to achieve his dreams, whether or not he knows what he's getting himself into. Um, And 
like that's something that I think Kobe is just so inspired by to the point where he is able to actually stand up to Alvita uh, and like the crew and all of them. And like that's like such an important point for his character development because yeah. he'll need that, you know, going forward and joining the Marines and pushing forward into his own dream. Um, right. Yeah, uh, I definitely liked him a lot more after, you know, his viewpoint changed sure, a little yeah. bit. After he wasn't um, a whiny, whiny little baby, I also liked him more, <laughs> yeah. I, I think I agree. everybody's kind of like, yeah, you like him more. But, I mean, he still has, like, fear, it seems like. Like, Luffy almost just charges into things, like, with no fear at all. Yeah, I would, <laughs> I would, like... even, I would even feel safe to drop the almost <laughs> off that sentence. He just does charge in. Yeah, he does. He, does. <laughs> he does every single time. If he's like, I don't like this thing, he will hit it. He will punch it with his he fist. He does, yeah. He, he has no fear, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> Luffy could do with some fear. Luffy's got a problem. Yeah, he, he does, because he, he almost dies a lot. Yeah, no, I... So I, like, I relate a little bit with Kobe, I feel like, in yeah. some ways. Um, and I think what I really like about, like, like it, him in this arc, right? Because um, we do actually see him again later in the series. Um, I don't think that you've even gotten to that point, though. Um, I don't know if you remember seeing him again or not, but... Um, I did, Okay, but you I'm did. not okay. sure if that was actual stuff or, like, filler stuff. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, you probably... That's, that's, that's actual. We'll get to cover pages, too. I don't, there weren't any cover pages in this arc, but, like, obviously we'll talk about them when they come up, but... Because Oda is the... Oh, Oda's amazing. Anyway, uh, he's a great author. But Kobe, uh, I like that Kobe is still, like, afraid, right? I like that Kobe yeah. has to, like, kind of, like, he is manning up, right? Like, this clearly has changed his outlook on life. He he wants to follow his dream, but, like, it's difficult. And I think that's, like, real and, like, kind of nice to yeah. see. Like, because I, I would be... I would be seriously concerned if I encountered a Luffy in life, right? Yeah. I would be very concerned that they would be in jail. I, I they're probably already in jail, to be fair. They probably are, yeah. I, but like, but like, Kobe's a very realistic. Like, yeah, of course he's terrified, but he still says like, "I'm not following you anymore, Alvita." Like, it's like, and yeah, he's yeah. like very scared, which makes sense because he cannot back that up. But he's just standing for his dream, and like, I like that. Which yeah. brings me to yet another <laughs> conversation of, is there a time, do you think, like, this, this statement that Luffy makes about, like, he's, about, he's, like, very flippant about, listen, I'm going to chase this dream, and if I die doing that, I die. It's okay. He's yeah. not at all concerned about that, which I think is really cool. I, it, every time I read it or watch it, it always comes across as, like, a cool thing to me, like, a, a, like, like an inspiring thing. But I wonder what you think about, is there a time that you ought to hang up the towel, you know? And is that time before death is what I mean. So, like, <laughs> so like I mean, like, is there, like, if you, like, you know, if you know, if you, like, set on a thing, right? Like, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm sure I want to do this. This is what I should do. You know, 
Like, it could be yeah. anything, you know, either a job, like, you know, some kind of career or, you know, anything, right? Like, if you're set right. on a dream, should you, is it, do you think you should divert from it if you have to? Or, or is Luffy right? And should you keep pursuing that, you know, should you keep running down that road no matter what hits you? Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's kind of like a hard thing to think about just because there aren't I would say at least in our modern today society there aren't I don't think that many dreams that people have that would actually cost them their life yeah that's fair that's fair but like (laughs) which is why I was trying to like get it out of like the like the life or death problem um obviously unless like (laughs) if you were like I want to be like a a high ranking military member I guess maybe that would involve right, you in yeah. some form being in combat, but like for the most part, you're probably not going to get stabbed for like wanting to franchise a Chick Fil A. Like, right? I, that was a weird <laughs> dream to have, but like, <laughs> but hey, maybe somebody's dream is to franchise Chick Fil A. Good for you, doing <laughs> sell the Lord's chicken out here, but I, I just that's yeah, weird. Right. I don't know why yeah. I went to that, but but like. You know what I mean? Like, is there, like... Yeah. Is there a point where it's not, like... And then is it worth it? Because I'm afraid, right? Because, like, I think I do know what I want to do. Like, what I should be doing, right? And so I, like, I'm going to pursue that. Right? And, like, it looks different. You know what I mean? I'm not saying, like, run headlong into danger. But, like... I'm I, like you pursue this thing and not everybody knows what they want to do anyway. So I like, you know, this is obviously different for everybody. But but like I feel like if if I were to give that up, right? If I were to like be like, "You know what? I'm fine just doing whatever." You know, just yeah. like working and and getting by. I I feel like I would lose like like a little bit like a piece of like what I am you know what I mean I don't know if this makes any sense and so like that's why I'm like I think Luffy might be onto something here that he's so willing to sacrifice anything and that it's like it's okay if he if he doesn't even if he doesn't make it he's like I did my best yeah I don't know I think that it's definitely a good point of view to have when you have a dream that you really really want to pursue right. or you think that it's what you're supposed to be doing whatever it is yeah. you know um i think that it's good to you know not let anything stand in your way when it comes to that and just you know being able to have that clarity of um you know, this is the dream that I want to accomplish and nothing's going to stand in my way of getting to that. I think that that's something that's really important to hold on to when you have a dream because I think otherwise, most of the time, it could honestly just fall apart on its own. Right, Just because if you're not, you know, if you're not always striving for that, if you're not... And obviously, you know, I don't mean like 24 hours a day or striving for that or whatever. Never it is. sleep uh, again. Obviously. Don't do right, it. Sleep yeah. is a myth. Yeah. <laughs> don't sleep. That's what, that's what Luffy don't means. Don't sleep, don't eat. <laughs> don't, don't do anything. 24 <laughs> 7. The, fi- the, the sea monster's first mistake was he pooped his fish pants. 
No time right, for fish yeah. poop. Yeah, like, I don't like the whole, like, mentality that a lot of people that, you know, are, like, very wealthy say, like, oh, you have to grind 24-7 or whatever sure, it is sure. to accomplish your dreams. Like, I think it's okay to hold on to the principle in your mind that there's nothing that's gonna stop me from achieving this. And I think that that's oftentimes enough to make you pursue your dreams. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's very interesting. I'm sorry. I was... I <laughs> clearly was off in space there. But... That's okay. <laughs> um, no, yeah. I just... I really like this quote of Luffy's. I think it's interesting. Yeah. And I think that it's like... It's good. It's like a double-edged sword in that... I think there's right. like a lot of truth to it. But I think also yeah. you could kneecap yourself with it. <laughs> Yeah. Also, if your dream is to be like the number one serial killer, maybe just don't. Yeah, do don't that. do that. Let <laughs> me be the first to let you know. Again, if somehow we have we have welcomed into this into this pillow fort the one guy whose dream it is have, to be a but... serial killer. If we have, if you're listening, maybe don't. You know. Maybe don't. Maybe just, just <laughs> maybe don't. Maybe get a different dream. Yeah, maybe could I convince you to have a different dream? I, I hope that I can. It's like please, so casual. Like, please don't, maybe don't kill a lot of people. Please don't kill anyone, if I could really yeah. broaden that anyone, out even. Yeah. Just don't kill. Let's draw the line at anyone. Yeah, let's, let's put that line right at murder at all. And yeah. we'll go from there, but... Listen, I, you know, there's a place for everybody, all right? I don't know where your place is, but it's not in an alley murdering somebody, so don't do that. No. <laughs> um, speaking of murderous intent, um, how mm. do you feel about Zoro? <laughs> and I think that is a very appropriate segue, by the way. <laughs> I was going to say, what a segue. That was beautiful. <laughs> uh, that's a very appropriate segue. <laughs> Yeah, Zoro's definitely murdered a lot of people. So. Zoro's, Zoro's got some bodies, and he's yeah, he's got he's got lots of bodies, and he's in this situation, he's about to get murdered. Yeah, sure, so. he's about to be a body. That's never want that. Yeah, yeah, I think it's funny that um, you know, like he has this persona largely that you know he's like this demon almost. Like yeah. that's what people refer people to are him freaked as. Freaked out like, by him. Yeah, just because, um, and I mean, like, his abilities are obviously very amazing, right. and, you know, he's an incredible swordsman and all that stuff, but just, like, people classify him in, in this whole different, you know, species of, like, not even being a human anymore, which right. is, like, very interesting to me that, you know, that's the, you know, outward look that he has. Like, Zoro has, to me, always been, like, one of my favorite crew members for sure yeah um just because like you know he he went from this life of being a pirate hunter like and you know basically finding the people that he is now and yeah. <laughs> you know like killing them and like turning them in and getting a reward for it and whatever um and, like, we learn about his backstory and his very, very sad backstory. Yeah, it's a bummer. Um, it's definitely a bummer. Yeah. 
and like a lot of the concepts that you know he grew up on and he was taught and he has his own goals of becoming you know the greatest swordsman in the world um and he feels like you know that's a goal that he has to accomplish now so like much yeah. like luffy you know who has this goal of being you know the pirate king um it's just they both have goals that seem unattainable um but they're both gonna push head forward into those goals no matter what it takes and you know in this situation for zoro that meant he's he was like i will starve be starved like for however many days it needs to happen um so that i yeah. can reach my goals so that i can keep pushing forward like as long as they don't kill me i'm fine like i will keep pushing forward yeah um and obviously you know that falls apart because you know helmeppo his actual goals are to to kill him in like three days or whatever um and yeah. obviously like they try to do it sooner than that even um because uh kobe's trying to let him out um and all that stuff but yeah i really like zoro as a character yeah um just because of like where he's been and where he is now you see a lot of uh character development in that and then you see the outside view of him being this demon and then you see how he actually is and mm. you see like oh he's not really a demon like he's just a person that's going to do like we were just talking about, you know, anything to achieve his goals. Yeah. I think I think that this is one of the things that Oda is actually really good at doing. Okay, I I say that like this is like one of the things that Oda's good at doing. Oda is like the best <laughs> as I've said several times already, but I uh, like I think he's really good at like giving you the legend of a person in this world. Like yes. talking about like and so he builds this image up in your mind, right? of like this legendary status right and like most of that isn't even inaccurate zoro really is like this crazy strong bounty hunter but like yeah. but then he like is able to then humanize those characters in a way that's like right. really interesting like like the fact that zoro eats the these like rice balls that were already bad like they already tasted bad because yeah. you cooked them wrong and then they were in the right. dirt and he still eats them it's like Right. What a way, what a, like, what a quick way to humanize who he is to me, right? Absolutely. And then when he says, like, yeah. tell her I ate them all and they were delicious, like, it's like, what a good way to, like, humanize, because before you're like, oh, maybe he really is this monster, but, like, no, right. like, it, it, we find that out, like, pretty quickly. Now, I'm like, I'm gonna skip around in my notes a little bit, because I want to talk more about Zoro, honestly, but, um... <laughs> I so here's what I hate, right? Now nah, yeah. you know what we're gonna yeah. I it's I'm sorry. But it's okay. <laughs> they're not they have not given this man a choice. Zoro has no intention of becoming an outlaw at all. Like no. Zoro does not want to break the law, right? He no. doesn't like clearly he's like, I don't wanna be a pirate because that's not my goal anyway, right? Like He's like, it's right. better if I'm just not, like, against the whole world government. Like, he's like, which is true. I mean, it's an accurate yeah. statement. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, you, you're going places, Zoro, but it's, uh, he, uh, but like, they're not like, what other option does he have? 
Like yeah, he doesn't. He, like this is why he's like when he's like he's got the he's got he's got all those marine swords, like and he's like talking oh to gosh. Luffy. Uh, like he's like, yeah. I guess I'm a pirate now. Like, yeah. I like because like what's the other option? Like is he he's just gonna yeah. die? Like no. Right. So of course he becomes he's not a pirate. He's like, this is legitimately the best option I have right now, is to go with this wow. insane kid in a hat <laughs> and, like, travel the world. I, like... Because Luffy's seriously like, oh, yeah, the only conditions in which I'm helping you is yeah, if you join yeah. my group. <laughs> I will leave you to die unless you... I will leave you to die. <laughs> come come with me. I, it's not... I just, like, it's so, it's so upsetting because it's so, like... It's like it's like the what if scenario for Zoro's life did not have to go here, you know? Right. It's like why <laughs> why did this have to happen? Um Yeah. But before I but he knew. before I go into the backstory, uh tell me give me your thoughts on both Helmeppo and Captain Morgan. Uh I will oh say boy. that Helmeppo is a character <laughs> uh near and dear to my heart because <laughs> um, anytime that my wife wants to anger me, she says that I'm like Helmeppo. This is, this is what she says. She says you're, you're being very Helmeppo-like. Or she'll say, like, I think your char- the One Piece character you're most like is Helmeppo. Like, she does this all the time. So I have, I have a deep affinity for Helmeppo in my life. Oh my An upsetting affinity for Helmeppo. I'm always angry about it. But, but, yeah, what, yeah. Do, what do you think about these two? Both of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, being called, uh, like, Helmeppo is never a good It's like the greatest <laughs> One Piece insult you could give to someone. I, it's so right. bad. Anyway. Because, like, he has, like, almost all of, like, the opposite attributes that, like, Luffy has, basically. Yeah. Because he's, he's not brave. No, no. <laughs> he's not he's... tough. He's not, like, strong. He's not really willing to stand up for, like, whatever he believes in. Yeah. He just goes to his dad and is like, you have to take care of this person for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and obviously, you know, like, Axan Morgan, um, he's, like, he's very, he seems very done with Alpopo, too. <laughs> Even yeah. though he's his own son, like, he seems, like, very much so, like, I would, I would oh, actually kill you yeah. if Mor- you weren't my Morgan son. Morgan is like, like <laughs> I really don't even like you. Like, <laughs> like, Helmeppo rolls in, like, Daddy, please! Daddy! Yeah. You've got to stop the big bad people! I told you he was a bad guy. He like, shut up, on my shoe, daddy. <laughs> like, and like Morgan is. I love that Morgan is like. Morgan is like, shut up. I hate <laughs> having to take care of you. I just right. like, and like, yeah. I, isn't at one point? Doesn't he at one point say, "Did you kill the girl?" And Helmeppo even is like, right. No, I didn't murder a she's child. A, she's <laughs> a little girl. <laughs> He's like, that's a lot, Morgan. That's <laughs> I yeah, Morgan like, was a lot. I oh I didn't gosh. I have not quite felt this way about Morgan before, but rereading it this time, I was like <laughs> Morgan is insane. Like Morgan's like yeah. the great me and like, I'm like this is a lot. Cuz after like you, you know, get into the series a little bit more 
it, like yeah. you see a lot of these other villains, right, that are obviously more intimidating, seemingly oh, than sure. you know Morgan. So I think like I also like I kind of just forgot like how much of a dick he is, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like he, like he, like he killed some like one of his men like immediately yeah. for like questioning him like at all. Like he was like, no, you're dead. He hacked him down because, with his axe like, hand. Because you questioned me. First of like, all, like you, the dude. Yeah wears an axe like to yes. do paperwork yes. <laughs> he's, like that <laughs> he's pushing papers with an axe on the other hand <laughs> like you know you know somebody's not chill when, no. like, that's, <laughs> not that's what all. they're like and also just like getting this like huge gold statue of himself up. and all that stuff and like making his you know crewmen uh like put it up and all that like, it's just, like, you can tell that he has very much taken over the mentality of, he's, like, the tyrant of this island. Like, yeah. oh, anything, yeah, for sure. or, like, the dictator or whatever it might be, you know? Like, yeah. he he's in control, and anybody that would oppose that, whether it be one of his own men or a little girl. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, they all have to die, and that's his, like, point of view. And, I mean, that's a large reason, you know, I think when he's defeated that even the Marines, they're not upset about it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The lieutenant who takes over the base is like, no, you, you, I mean, you really helped us out here. This could have been bad. (laughs) Right. He wanted us to kill a little girl, man. Like, it was, it's messed up. At one point he orders them to kill themselves. And, like, several of them are loaded up, ready to go. Pull up their guns. And I'm, and Luffy's like, what the hell? this is not not it fam like this is please stop this is not it i like i like what i do like about this is is it gives kobe an opportunity opportunity to be like like of course he's like very upset by this right because he idolizes the marines like he wants to be a marine um and so like of course he's like upset um yeah because like they're, they're they're like ruining the name of that, and so like obviously he leaves the island, yeah. and it seems like the other guys are not like that, so it'll be okay, you know. Yeah. But uh, I wish that this was a unique situation that we're gonna see in the <laughs> Marines. It is not, but it's not. I hope I yeah. wish that this was the first Marine that we saw that we were like, yeah. that's weird. I will say I'm thinking in the future, and we'll have to like update this right as we get to new Marines. But, like, Morgan may be the most unhinged. Like, he's pretty unhinged. There's, like, a screw. Like, there's, like, several screws loose in Morgan's head. Whereas, like, other characters, I'm like, I understand why you're doing this. You're clearly a bad guy, but I get why you're doing this. Morgan's like, what? Why have you, like, created a kingdom on this island? Like, what what are you doing here? Like, other Marines that we see in the series, obviously, a lot of them are, like, terrible because, I mean, we're supposed to be rooting for the pirates, right? Like, that's the whole point, is that, like, we're rooting technically for, like, the bad guys or whatever (laughs) of this world. But, like, (laughs) I mean, the thing is, is I don't think any of the rest of those guys, though, are like, yeah, go and kill a girl, a little child, because, like, they defied Right. Like, a lot of them, like, they have, like goals that they're trying to achieve or whatever and that's what's driving them forward but they still have like a little bit of a conscience in a sense most of the time 
But, like, Morgan, he is just, like, completely unhinged. And it's an interesting introduction to, like, the first Marine lieutenant that we ever meet, yeah. you know? Oh, Morgan's a captain. Oh, yeah. Morgan yeah, is a captain, sorry, which captain. is insane because we meet another yeah. captain at the end of this arc. And this, that yeah. fight would be over in five seconds. But anyway, <laughs> we'll get there when we get there. But I, um, and not at the end of this arc, at the end of the saga, the East Blue saga. Yeah. Like, I, I can't, it, it makes no sense that they're the same rank. Although it does. Mm-hmm. And this is crazy. I've got so many, like, Morgan conspiracy theories that I have in my head <laughs> that I'll, like, slowly spit out as we keep going. Because like, because like, there's gonna be more East Blue arcs where I'm like, you see that? See, Morgan's involved. Dead. Morgan's in here. Dead. Morgan's ah. doing some stuff. Ah. Yeah, ah. yeah. So, um, but uh, going into the what is an extremely brief backstory for Zoro. Um, oh yeah. Okay, Kuina, right? Kuina, Zoro's oh. rival. Super sad. Um, is this? Is this a real issue? Alright, so like, her, the main dilemma being, I'm a chick, and eventually, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna surpass me. Here's my question. Is this yeah. a legitimate thing? Yeah. Do you think um, that Kuina is correct when she says this? I think, you know, in part, she definitely is. Um, well, sure, sure. I would say if this is the if this is the real world, like that we're talking about or whatever, like it definitely would be, right? Right. Yeah. Like that. Sure, yeah. You know, because in our world, at least, you know, you know, although like women are striving for equality, not quite there yet, all that kind of stuff. But like, <laughs> yeah. because we're in the fictional universe of One Piece, where we see other women. Right. Who are, like, fully grown women, but can still, like, kick ass, I guess. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to, else to put it, really, but, like, yeah. um, I would say, like, she's definitely justified in the way that, you know, she realizes that Zoro's physical, like, body when he's a man right. may be stronger than her own physical body, you know? Sure. And that's, like, that could be a real issue for her. Um, going forward. Um, so I definitely do think, you know, she's justified in saying that, um, but it may just be the wrong context for me, yeah. <laughs> for her to say that to him, uh, considering that she did just beat him. Here's my, yeah, here's my issue, right? Here's my issue with this, Like, it's, right? yeah, my thing is, it's like, it's the right like it, I think it's correct the concept wise sure. um, for like most of the time. I just don't think it's the right scenario to bring that up. Sure, sure. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's like so both of these both of these children at the time, by the way, are yes. are like they're they're beating full grown adults in sword fights, right? So like yeah. they're like these are clearly unnaturally gifted children, right? Both of them, both yeah. Kuina and Zoro. But Kuina is more yeah. skilled. Clearly, right? Because she beat him, like, every time. So, like, my thought is, yeah, she's right in that, like, Zoro, if they're both going to be the greatest swordsman in the world, right? If that's the aim. Yeah. Zoro will eventually become physically stronger than Kuina, right? I'm fine with that. I'm with that. I get that. 
But first of all, Queen's yeah. not going to get any physically weaker than she is now. She's still going to get stronger than yeah. she is now. She's just Zoro yeah. will eclipse <laughs> her at some point. But then, right. then I go to the fact that is so in swordsmanship, right? Is it not yeah. an equally valid claim to say the more that skill plays a huge part in whether right. you could call yourself the greatest swordsman or not, right? Like, it's not just I can swing the sword harder than you, you know? Yeah. It's like that's part of it, clearly. Definitely. But like, we're not just like having a deadlifting contest. We're like yeah. having a like a fight. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know. It's like when she's just like throwing in the towel, like. I'm gonna get boobs later in life, and that's really gonna mess this whole swordsman thing up. <laughs> like, when, like when she says that, I'm like, but like, you could still be extremely yeah. skilled. Like, you could legitimately be the greatest swordsman on the on the planet. You just wouldn't be yeah. the physically strong. Like, if you had an arm wrestling match with another person, you might lose, I guess. But even then. Right. Yeah, I, I just like. But that doesn't matter. Right. I mean, in this you're universe, still the greatest. Like <laughs> you're still the greatest swordsman yeah. in the world. Because you're the you, and no and one can why. beat you in a sword fight. That's the point. Yeah, like the thing is, is about like especially like fictional universes that are built like this is like you like. First of all, yeah, I completely agree. Like yeah. to be a good swordsman, you don't have to be the physically strongest person. Right in the room all the time right like you definitely don't have to to do that to have the skills to be there um but like just in these like fictional universes like you know like there doesn't actually have to be like a physical difference between yeah. <laughs> men and women because oh, sure. it's a fictional universe right yeah. i guess so, I like assume when you think about it yeah they were using it's like when you think about Right, like, they're obviously using right. the template of, like, this is the pirate era or whatever, yeah. and we're still in the world, but there are, like, some weird things going on, like, devil fruits and all that stuff, yeah. you know, but, Yeah, wait a um, minute, hold the whole phone, though. <laughs> Let's bring yeah, devil like fruits into this. she can eat a devil this. fruit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then actually be as strong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Potentially. So, like, the thing is, is because it, it is in this universe, I don't really think it's fair yeah. that she says that. Because, like, there are, like, insinuating circumstances, like, she could eat a devil fruit right. and be stronger than any man. Like, instantly. Like, instantly. She could do that. Like, one bite of a fruit and it's done. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I just, I, like, this, the reading it this time, I was really like, Kawina, I don't even think you're right about this. I think <laughs> you're just like, and it's, it's so upsetting for you, the winner, to, like, I'm so with Zoro when he's like, shut up, you just <laughs> won. Shut up. <laughs> like, you, shut, this yeah. is so unfair to me. Oh, yeah. This is so unfair, yeah. because I just kept, I keep losing. And you're saying, like, yeah. oh, sometime I'm going to be weaker. He's like, if I beat you, I'm going to beat you straight up. Don't do this to me. <laughs> yeah, he's like, don't make excuses. Yeah. Don't just say you're going to beat me because you'll have boobs yeah. one yeah. day. <laughs> it's not the boobs. If I beat you, I'm better. Yeah. Work. And obviously, like, Zoro's a little salty, yeah. right? Because yeah. he should just get beat. But, like, Words to yeah, live by, I definitely Laura. don't think, like, 
that doesn't have to be true sure. because of the universe that they're in, for sure. sure. I, I don't think that it has to be, you know. That's so, I'm like, like <laughs> this is not this is not an accurate statement, Kawina. You need I'm to I'm like that's that's pretty rude to yeah. tell Soro. <laughs> yeah, Kawina, this is not yeah. Yeah, uh and then uh if we could just skip forward to uh she fell down some stairs and died. Right. Um I'm just gonna ask, do you think Koina's dead? And I'm, I say <laughs> <No>. this I say <laughs> this with full confidence that like I don't know the answer to this. Like we still don't know. Right. right? Yeah. I just um, this feels well, so fishy, it's not funny. <laughs> like It's like obviously, you know, like we saw like there was a panel that had like her body or whatever and it had something covering her eyes, you know? Like I don't know though because like when they're like oh yeah she fell down some stairs oh my gosh, and that that's is her how body. she died I'm like yeah yeah it is her body Ugh. so I'm I'm like pretty sure dead, that right? she is actually dead but the thing is is like because of how skilled she was mm. as a swordsman I would be like I would think that your reflexes yeah, there's no way there's no <laughs> even, way even when falling down the stairs like it's gonna be better than like 90% of the people that fall down stairs yeah. right so like I think it's definitely a lot less likely that she would have died like that and considering like probably 70% of people that die falling down stairs are like 90 and above like I think Queen right. should make yeah. it. Yeah, like, like not a child. It's just like <laughs> I, I, I think there's funny business at play here. And let me tell you who I don't trust in all of this. I don't trust your dad. I don't trust. Mm. I don't trust the dojo master guy. I no. some. I don't know. I could be wrong, but we're gonna figure something mm -hmm. out at some point. <laughs> and he doesn't feel right. Something about. I this. don't know what like. I, I get that from him too. Like for some reason, I get really creepy vibes. Yeah, he gets it's those <laughs> eyes, man. It's the shifty, Dad, shifty little like, glasses this guy has. Yeah, it's like I maybe it's just because half the people with glasses in this show are like horrible. I would like to say <laughs> that I have yet to find an anime character with round glasses who is not secretly a villain. So, right? I, yeah, that's the thing. Unless they just really hate people with glasses, huh? They do. Well, it's because <laughs> like, you can do the thing where you like shade the eyes out oh, because yeah, of the glare, you, yeah. you know. Yeah, because that's you gotta look shifty like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, all for sure, <laughs> for sure. I just listen. This death of falling down the stairs is. It's either, I. It's either, uh, Oda is trying to say like it doesn't matter how strong you are, life is super short and brittle, like. It could right. end at any time. Yeah. Which is fair. It's like a valid point he could be yeah. making. Or what I feel yeah. is way more likely is like we are going to get something at some point, someday, about what happened to Kawina. And it's not she yeah. fell down the steps because this does not feel right at all. It, yeah. Like, I don't feel like that's how she would no. die. No. Like, especially considering, like, seeing what Zoro has been through and lived. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and she takes just a tumble down the steps and that's yeah, this it. Is not like, even <laughs> like, either she was so right about that statement yeah. of, like, you're going to be stronger than me. She was so incredibly <laughs> correct about that. Or, like... <laughs> it, was, it was her boobs. Yeah, it was... Dang it. Dang it. 
she <laughs> warned us. Boobs. She warned us beforehand. <laughs> Shoot. Oh, you hate to see it. You hate to see it. <laughs> she lost her balance because of her boobs. She wasn't ready. Tipped over. Tipped over. Tipped over. It's a bummer. You hate when it happens. It's a bummer. You <laughs> kill when you die. You literally die falling down steps because you're off balance. Yeah, right. <laughs> wow. It's rough. This has been a very enlightening conversation. Um, <laughs> okay, so moving all the way on. Unless you have something else about the backstory that you wanted to say. Uh, no. Yeah, moving, I think that's good. Moving all the way on, then. Uh, I love just like a couple comments I had, right? Uh, I love the immediate level of trust between Luffy and Zoro. And I like... Absolutely. It's so cool. Obviously, it's like super cool to see, right? But like, I love that Luffy just like trusts Zoro to take Morgan. To like make sure he doesn't get cut. I just... It's so... Like, they just met and they already have this bond. I love it. Zoro is like, I'm I'm down I'm down with you, like I'm I'm riding with yeah. you now. And Luffy is just like, he's gonna stop it. I love it. I mean, obviously, as the story goes, that only gets deeper. But I really liked seeing it. Right. I just liked seeing it. Yeah. And then Kobe, Definitely. man, Kobe is going places. Kobe. All right. He's going Kobe, places. Kobe, I love the Luffy like eggs him on. And gets him to punch him in the face. I love that Kobe punched him in the face. This is insane yes. because like everything that Kobe Kobe has been scared of, Luffy has punched and defeated. And so like right. for him to hit Luffy is so incredibly like brave yeah. all at one time. I just like yeah. I really like it. I really like it. Yeah. And I, it doesn't end and bad, you know? Like they don't leave like hating yeah. each other. It's just like it's just like I really like that Luffy did that. I it's such a fun way. Yeah to do what he had to do there right and just like the fact that yeah you said like he has defeated all of the enemies that kobe has faced right and won against them like the just that fact alone you would think would stop kobe from like doing something like punching him but and it's also the fact that he doesn't realize kobe doesn't realize until after he punches him what luffy is doing like, he doesn't realize it until right. after the situation has happened. So you can see just in this very short period of time how much Kobe has grown as a person yeah. um, that wants to achieve his goals. Because at that moment, Luffy, he seems like he's actively trying to do something to stop his goals from happening, right? But obviously, you know, he has other intentions in you know, saying that so that, uh, like, he will not be viewed as their friends or whatever. Um, and, like, that's just so amazing to me. Just how much, uh, Kobe's personality developed in such a short period of time. Yeah. 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 It's it's just really good. It's just Kobe. I just like Kobe, you know? I hope that Kobe does well for himself. I I wish him the best as we go forward. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Knowing full well where he is right now, I wish him the best. <laughs> I wish him the best, right? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Do you have any other, any other thoughts? Anything that I that we missed? Um, I don't think so. I think we pretty much covered everything I was thinking about. 
Nice, nice. So every week nice. we'll go over <laughs> uh, at the end. You know, we'll go over uh, what the favorite arc is up to that point, which at this point is <laughs> uh, it's the Romance Dawn arc, which is one of yeah. one. So that's that's gonna be the favorite for both of us. Um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that these will probably be similar. And then I was uh, the your favorite character in that arc. So I I say it that way to be like, you don't have to have like a running. like favorite character like just like a character that you really liked in a certain arc like in whatever arc we read I think it'd be interesting to to go over that and then give some variety to that position um right so I think in this arc right I'm gonna say that I I gotta say that Zoro's my favorite I just Zoro's really cool to Mm. me yeah I just really like Zoro yeah I would probably go with Zoro too, honestly. Yeah. Just because, like, this is a really good introduction to his character, I think. Yeah. Um, and I really do love, like, what Oda does and, like, you know, developing what the outside world sees of him and then what he's actually like. Yeah. Yeah, it is good. I, yeah, he's good. Oda's really good as a writer, as I've said. But, um, yeah, but Zoro, Zoro's really cool. So, yeah. All right. Well, hey, if you don't have anything, we'll we'll wrap it up. Uh, so next week, uh, for so if you read along with us, please do. We'd love that. Um, next week we're doing the Orange Town arc, which is from chapter eight through chapter twenty-one. Uh, so that's it's uh, fourteen chapters. So literally double the chapters this week. So I'll have to apparently edit my thoughts down quite a bit because we did a whole hour and a half on seven chapters. So, I will work on editing that that down. But uh, thanks, guys, for listening to the Pillow Fort podcast, and we'll catch you next time.